Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, August 22nd. U.S. stocks finished the day lower, continuing last week's decline that snapped a four-week winning streak for the S&P 500. Caution in the market appeared to be setting in ahead of this week's key Fed symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, while hawkish commentary from a European Central Bank official agitated monetary policy tightening concerns across the globe. No notable economic reports were released today, but a host of global manufacturing and services reports will be introduced tomorrow. Earnings season is set to head to the finish line with more reports from the retail sector, along with some tech sector results. In light equity news, shares of Signify Health jumped amid a Wall Street Journal report that Amazon and Dow member United Health Group are joining CVS Health to bid for the home health services provider. Treasury prices dipped while yields rose and the U.S. dollar continued to rally and revisit multi-decade highs. Crude oil prices and gold both declined. Asia finished mostly lower, but China rose after cutting rates again, and Europe traded broadly to the downside amid the monetary policy tightening focus. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went down 643 points, or 1.9% to 33,064. The S&P 500 index shed 90 points, or 2.1% to 4,138. And the Nasdaq Composite dropped 324 points, or 2.6%, to 12,382. In moderate volume, 3.9 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.2 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil decreased $0.08 to $90.36 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price lost $13.40 to $1,749.40 per ounce, and the dollar index jumped 0.8% to 108.95. In equity news on Monday, in M&A news, shares of Signify Health, ticker symbol SGFY, jumped over 30% amid a Wall Street Journal report that Amazon, ticker symbol AMZN, and Dow member United Health Group, ticker symbol UNH, are among bidders for the home health services provider after the Wall Street Journal reported earlier that CVS Health, ticker symbol CVS, was trying to acquire the company. Amazon, United Health, and CVS Health all traded lower. Second quarter earnings season is mostly in the books, and of the 473 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts, and approximately 76% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 14.1%, and earnings are 8.2% higher. This week, we will get more reports out of the retail sector, along with results from some key tech companies. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, points out in our latest Schwab market perspective, mixed signals. How the unexpectedly strong July jobs report belied considerable nuance in the broader economic picture. But she notes that leading economic indicators and an inverted U.S. Treasury yield curve, historically harbingers of recession, are showing pockets of weakness in the economy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, 
And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, Treasuries have been choppy as of late, with the yield curve steepening recently but remaining decisively inverted. The markets have digested some cooler-than-expected inflation data, which followed a stronger-than-expected labor report grappling with the economic and monetary policy implications. The U.S. dollar has also resumed a rally and is nearing new multi-decade highs. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab market perspective how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and be sure to check out our latest edition of our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? featuring Kathy. Treasury prices dipped as the yield on the two-year Treasury note was up seven basis points to 3.32%. The yield on the 10-year note rose five basis points to 3.03%, and the 30-year bond rate increased by a basis point to 3.24%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will come in heavy as markets await data on August's manufacturing and services sector activity courtesy of the preliminary S&P Global Manufacturing PMI and the Services PMI. The former is expected to dip to 51.8 from July's 52.2 read, and the latter is expected to move up to 49.8 from July's 47.3 level. A reading above 50 denotes expansion, while a reading below 50 signifies contraction. Additionally, we will get new home sales for July, which is expected to decrease to 575,000 from June's 590,000 reading. This would mark a 2.5% month-over-month decline, though it is not as sharp as the prior month's 8.1% month-over-month drop. To round out the DACA, we will get a read on August's Richmond Fed Manufacturing Index, which is projected to drop to a negative 4 level from July's zero reading. A reading of zero is the demarcation point between contraction and expansion for the manufacturing index, while a level of zero denotes no change. In international news on Monday, European equities traded to the downside as concerns appeared to resurface regarding monetary policy tightening on both sides of the pond. The markets digested hawkish commentary from a European central bank official and await this week's key symposium from the Fed. U.S. monetary policy has far outpaced the European Central Bank down the tightening path, and the euro continued to fall versus the U.S. dollar and is below parity with the greenback. The British pound also finished lower versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields on the eurozone and the U.K. continued to climb. Although the economic calendar in the region was light today, it will heat up tomorrow with preliminary manufacturing and services PMI reports for August. Hot inflation data as of late has forced major central banks to aggressively tighten policy. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts, 
how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them. We could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his latest article titled The End of Rate Hikes, how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index dropped 1.8%. Germany's DAX index fell 2.3%. Italy's FTSE MIB index declined 1.6%. And Spain's IBEX 35 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index decreased 1.1%. Stocks in Asia began the week in subdued fashion, with most markets declining amid economic concerns after last week's flood of disappointing Chinese economic data, and as they grapple with the impact of tightening monetary policies in North America, headlined by the Fed, Europe, the UK, and Australia. The global markets may be treading cautiously as the Fed is set to hold a key symposium this week and could signal further aggressive monetary policy intentions. However, mainland Chinese stocks bucked the trend and traded higher after China's central bank lowered rates on its one-year and five-year loan prime rates. China's economy has slowed noticeably in the face of COVID-induced lockdowns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that its economy and stock market may remain volatile. In other economic news, South Korea's August export and import growth both slowed. The data comes ahead of a flood of global preliminary August manufacturing and services PMI reports. Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained elevated, mostly due to the evolving situation in Taiwan, with the U.S. set to begin trade negotiations in September, of which China has expressed opposition. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.5%, with the yen holding on to last week's weakness versus the U.S. dollar. The yen looks to be resuming a sharp drop to multi-decade lows versus the greenback that began in March, as the Bank of Japan also lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index traded 0.6% lower. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index decreased 1%. South Korea's Kospi index dropped 1.2%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index fell 1.5%, continuing to trim its recent rally. However, China's Shanghai Composite index increased 0.6%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce PMI data out of the Eurozone, the UK, Australia, and Japan. Additionally, we will get consumer confidence out of the Eurozone and department store sales out of Japan.